Welcome to the Ghost Rap Podcast. It's fast, it's fun, it's informative. This is your weekly dose of the news that matters on the markets with your host, The Finance Ghost. For more details on these stories and to make sure you get daily updates, visit ghostmail.co.za. The Ghost Rap Podcast is proudly brought to you by Mazars, a leading international audit, tax and advisory firm with a national footprint within South Africa. Coming to you from an exceptionally windy Cape Town, this Ghost Rap podcast is going to touch on four of the apparel retailers who all recently released results. The Fashini Group is one of the winners of this retail earnings season. For the 13 weeks to the end of December 2023, group turnover was up 4.5%. It was 9% higher over nine months. Now that is quite a deceleration in growth, but at least there is growth. TFG Africa, and that includes South Africa, was good for 5.1% for the quarter and it had a very strong December with growth of 11.8%. The market seemed to latch onto commentary around the gross margin, which was promising. What has set this result apart from other retailers is that cash turnover grew 6.6% and credit turnover only grew 0.7%. In most retailers, we've seen all the growth coming in from credit sales. Another interesting outcome is that the offshore stuff at the Fashini Group is not doing particularly well here, with the company putting the blame on a tough base. TFG London fell 3% and TFG Australia was down 7.3%, both in local constant currency. The weak rand certainly helped for the reported numbers, but that is not a good underlying result. Of course, we also need to look at online turnover, which grew 29.2% for the quarter overall. 4.2% of TFG Africa's turnover is online, which is pretty much in line with what we are seeing elsewhere in the local market. In TFG London, it's 44.5% of sales. That is a much more mature online market. And Australia is a lot closer to our numbers at 6.2% of turnover. Mr. Price's numbers came out hot on the heels of the Fashini Group and the market loved them, with retail sales up 9.9% for the 13 weeks end of December. The base period, however, was rather woeful, with Mr. Price having been terribly underprepared for load shedding at the end of 2022. Another useful driver of sales has been acquisitions, which have generally done quite well for Mr. Price. Yuppie Chef comes to mind here with double-digit sales growth. The weak part of the story was the home segment, which only grew 0.9% despite the Yuppie Chef heroics. Online sales are a lot less exciting at Mr. Price than other retailers, growing just 2.9% and contributing only 1.8% to retail sales. Like we saw in the Fashini Group, the market liked what it saw and heard from a margin perspective, with Mr. Price expecting an uptick in gross margin. We now move on to Truewoods, which it seems is where some of the sales growth at the Fashini Group and Mr. Price might have come from. You see, in a country with an economy that is going sideways, you really have to wonder how some retailers in the market can be growing sales by high single digits. The answer usually is that someone else isn't really growing at all, with Truewoods putting its hand up for that dubious honor in this period. Now, we do have to be careful because the Truewoods announcement deals with the 26 weeks to 31 December, whereas the others were for a quarter rather than half a year. Now, of course, that can make a significant difference in year-on-year growth because of the base effect. But what does make me feel as though my overall conclusion is reasonable is the disclosure by Truewoods that sales fell 1.6% in the last nine weeks of the period. That is actually worse than the 0.3% decrease in sales that Truewoods Africa experienced for the full period. The big difference here is that the UK operation at Truewoods did incredibly well, unlike at the Fashini Group. Office, the UK business, grew sales by 15.6%, and that is in pounds. Translated into rands, that is a whopping 33.1%. And this is why group sales increased by 8.2%. 
But again, be very careful of that base effect when comparing one retailer to another. Pepco is our final retailer for this apparel-focused edition of Ghostwrap, with decent numbers for the end of 2023. Ackermans managed to turn the corner after recent troubles, so that is good news. The best numbers, however, came in from Pep Africa, in this case genuinely the businesses outside of South Africa's borders, unlike other retailers that just lump South Africa in with the African segment, and Avenida, the recent acquisition in Brazil that I've liked the sound of from the start. Growth for the three months to December was 7.2% at group level. Pepcor was the only retailer to give us some information on January sales, noting a promising back-to-school season with sales growth moving higher. The cash versus credit sales trend is most obvious at Pepcor, with cash sales up 2.4% and credit sales up by a whopping 35.2%. Now this is core to Pepcor's strategy, but we can say for sure that South African consumers really are hurting. And that's a wrap. Please remember that nothing you hear on the Ghost Rap podcast should be taken as advice. Please do your own research and visit ghostmail.co.za for more insights into the market.